had to leave him once, but I won't do it a second time, she had said, and the cold hand of fear had squeezed Kitty's heart. Kitty stifled a sob as she rode out of the stable yard. It wasn't so long ago that she and Bridie had been as close as sisters. When Kitty reflected on everything she had lost, she realised that her friendship with Bridie was one of the most precious but with the unsolvable problem of Little Jack between them, she knew that reconciliation was impossible. She had to accept that the bridie she had loved was long gone. Kitty galloped across the fields towards the remains of her once glorious home, now a charred and crumbling ruin inhabited only by rooks and the spirits of the dead. Before the fire four years before, Castle Deverell had stood proud and timeless, with its tall windows reflecting the clouds sweeping in over the sea like bright eyes full of dreams. She recalled her grandmother Adeline's little sitting-room that smelt of turf fire and lilac, and her grandfather Hubert's penchant for firing his gun at Catholics from his dressing-room window. She remembered the musty smell of the library, where they'd eat porter cake and play bridge, and the small cupboard at the bottom of the servant's staircase, where she and Bridie had met secretly as little girls. She smiled at the memory of stealing away from her home in the hunting lodge close by to seek entertainment in the affectionate company of her grandparents. In those days the castle had represented a refuge from her uncaring mother and spiteful governess, but now it signified only sorrow and loss and a bygone era that seemed so much more enchanting than the present. As she galloped across the fields, memories of Castle Deverell in its glory days filled her heart with an intense longing because her father had seen fit to sell it, and soon it would belong to somebody else. She thought of Barton Deverell, the first Lord Deverell of Ballinakelly, who had built the castle, and her throat constricted with emotion. Nearly three hundred years of family history reduced to ash— and all the male heirs imprisoned within the castle walls for eternity as restless spirits, cursed never to find peace. What would become of them? It would have been better for her father to have given the ruins to an O'Leary, thus setting them all free and saving himself. But Bertie Deverell didn't believe in curses. Only Kitty and Adeline had had the gift of sight and the misfortune of knowing Bertie's fate. As a child... Kitty had found the ghosts amusing. Now they just made her sad. At last the castle came into view. The western tower where her grandmother had set up residence until her death was intact, but the rest of it resembled the bones of a great beast gradually decaying into the forest. Ivy and bindweed pulled on the remaining walls, crept in through the empty windows and endeavoured to claim every last stone. And yet, for Kitty, the castle still held a mesmeric allure. She trotted across the ground, which had once been the croquet lawn, but was now covered in long grasses and weeds. She dismounted, and led her horse round to the front, where her cousin was waiting for her beside a shiny black car. Celia Mabry stood alone, dressed in an elegant cloche hat beneath which her blonde hair was tied into a neat chignon and a long black coat that almost reached the ground. 
When she saw Kitty, her face broke into a wide, excited smile. Oh, my darling Kitty, she gushed, striding up and throwing her arms around her. She smelt strongly of tuberose and money, and Kitty embraced her fiercely. This is a lovely surprise, Kitty exclaimed truthfully. For Celia loved Castle Deverell almost as much as she did, having spent every summer of her childhood there with the rest of the London Deverells, as their English cousins had been known. Kitty felt the need to cling to her with the same ferocity with which she clung to her memories, for Celia was one of the few people in her life who hadn't changed, and as she grew older and further away from the past, Kitty felt ever more grateful for that. Why didn't you tell me you were coming? You could have stayed with us. I wanted to surprise you, said Celia.